David Surinder here, holistic life coach and counsellor, helping you to bring peace and balance back into your life. It's fascinating how over our lifetime we can have millions of conversations, but one or two really stand out and are never forgotten. I had such a conversation about 20 years ago that had such a profound impact on me that I still remember it to this day. It was a truly catalytic moment for me. I was at a training course and telling somebody about how I felt so stuck in life. The person I was talking to responded with what seemed on the surface as some perfectly straightforward questions. He said, Okay, so what do you want? What do you want out of life? Where do you see your life going? Now I vividly remember overwhelming confusion in response to his questions. I'd never thought about this before. I was stunned into silence. The person I was talking to was highly amused. He said, is it any wonder you feel stuck? You don't get anywhere in life if you don't know where you're going. You have to tell life what you want for life to deliver it to you. And this was a total revelation to me. Up until that point, I was under the misguided illusion that life happened to me. I didn't realise that I could possibly happen to life. Yes, I concede that some things certainly are and will always be outside my conscious control. But I realised on that day that there's much more within my control than I had previously thought. These deceptively simple questions did wonders for my personal development. They forced me to think about what I really wanted out of life. They made me take a good look at my personal priorities. They made me take full responsibility for my life. They prompted me to recognise the huge amounts of personal power that I and everybody else possesses. They encouraged me to read and learn about how to utilise this power and make things happen. They forced me to acknowledge, own and work through a range of internal issues. And they permanently moved me from a place of disempowerment to a place of empowerment. Now since this conversation took place, I've discovered that the universe we live in is not a random, haphazard place. It's a highly organised entity, and there are certain underlying rules by which it operates. These spiritual laws, as Diana Cooper calls them, all play out simultaneously, and they affect all of us. Now over time, I've figured out that in order to get what I wanted out of life, I needed to align myself with these rules. Now there's lots of spiritual laws in operation, but here are the seven that relate specifically to making things happen. Firstly, there's the law of clarity. Clarity is absolutely essential to getting what we want. Now we have to be very clear in our own minds about what we would like in order to get it. A lot of people send out confused, contradictory or ambiguous messages to the universe and then wonder why they get a muddled response back. Now I see a lot of this in my therapy work. Lack of clarity consumes a lot of energy and keeps us stuck in a state of perpetual confusion. Most of the time we don't know what we want. Then when we've made a decision, we keep changing our minds. One minute it's this, the next minute it's that. Imagine getting into a car without firm clarity about where you're going. You'd end up driving around aimlessly for hours and not actually getting anywhere. Then think about being clear about where you're going. You get in the car and you head straight for your destination. There's no confusion, there's no indecision, there's no changing your mind halfway through the journey, there's no switching your direction every few minutes and there's no wasting time. You're clear about where you're going and you go straight there. Life is like that too. When we make a clear decision about where we'd like to go, where we'd like to be, then it allows us to focus our energies and move forward. 
And when a clear decision is made about anything, it frees us up to move forward. And we usually find that new opportunities start to appear to support us on our journey. It's interesting to note that each law unearths what I call internal resistance. These are the blocks that we need to work through within ourselves to align ourselves with each particular law. Now, for example, the classic resistance to the law of clarity is fear. I don't know what I want. What if I make the wrong decision? What if I make the wrong choice? What if I should be doing the opposite? Now, notice your initial responses to the question of what do you really want? These will clearly highlight the fears that are getting in the way of you achieving your desires. By acknowledging and working through these fears and anxieties, you'll begin the journey to empowerment. The second law is that of request. The law of request asserts that the universe is a helpful, friendly, accommodating place waiting to assist you every step of the way. All you have to do is ask, clearly. This law implies that if you don't ask, you don't get. When we've arrived at some clarity around what we'd like to show up in our life, then we have to remember to ask for it. This involves sending out a clear message to the universe. Thank you, this is what I would like. This can be said out aloud, written down somewhere or even drawn. Vision boards are an example of a request being made to the universe. The resistance related to this law centres on clarity, which we've already covered, and issues to do with A, the ego, and B, self-worth. Now, asking for help takes great humility and courage. Many people find it hard to ask for help from anyone in life, let alone the universe. They're happy to struggle along, pretending to themselves and others that everything's okay, when in actual fact things are not okay. Similarly, this law brings up issues to do with self-worth, which can be seriously triggered. Objections come up like... Who am I to ask for this? Do I deserve it? Will I even get it? Is the universe even listening to me? Working through the issues triggered by this law can help move a person to a place of greater clarity, humility and peace. Now thirdly, we have the law of reflection. This law asserts that the universe rearranges itself to bring us what we believe. Now did you know that life simply reflects your own belief system back to you? Therefore, if you believe you're worthy of achievement, abundance and success, you will get it. And if you want these things, but deep down you don't believe you deserve them, or you're not good enough for them, then you won't get them. Your belief system sets the energetic tone that will attract or repel what your mind wants. Now that's such a powerful statement, I'm going to say it again. Your belief system sets the energetic tone that will attract or repel what your mind wants. Now it may sound complicated, but it's quite simple. It boils down to, you get what you believe you deserve. This law highlights issues of self-worth. It unearths resistance about what we believe we deserve or don't deserve. If you study successful, fulfilled people, you'll usually find that they also exhibit high self-worth. They believe in themselves. They love themselves. They believe they deserve the best, which is why they get what they want. The fourth law is the law of resistance. This law states that what you resist persists in your life. This law highlights the importance of focusing on the positives and not on the negatives in life. It's really important to fully embrace what you do want and not spend any time and energy focusing on what you don't want. 
The easiest way to never get what you want is by spending time complaining about what you don't want. Focusing on the positives in life and consciously diverting your attention away from the negatives is the easiest way to succeed. Think about people you know who always get what they want. They tend to be positive, optimistic people who take a cup-half-full kind of approach to life. They stay focused on their dreams and desires and they don't expend their precious energy whinging and whining about all the things that are not right in their life. The law of resistance is great at shining a light on our thinking patterns and exposing our negative thought patterns. So mindfully watching our thoughts, refraining from complaining, criticising and blaming and instead focusing on the good in life all help to eliminate the negative blocking effects of this law. This also helps for us to take responsibility. Now the fifth law is that of attention. The law of attention asserts that by constantly focusing on what you do want, you will get it. Thinking, dreaming and going that one step further and imagining how you will feel when you fulfilled your desire is the quickest and easiest way to draw it to you. This law highlights the importance of focus. We get more of whatever we spend our time and energy focusing on. The more passion and energy you can muster up, the quicker it will manifest. This law shines a light on just how passionate we really are about the things that we think we want in our life. Now your energetic responses, i.e. your feelings, your enthusiasm, your passion, towards each of your desires will allow you to clearly separate out those things you want because you really want them and the things you want because society in general or the people around you have made you think you want them. This law greatly aids internal clarity. The sixth law is the law of affirmation. This law asserts that you become what you constantly affirm you are. Positive affirmations can be seen as the modern day equivalent to ancient mantras in terms of their transformative power. Research suggests that every thought and emotion creates a chemical reaction and immediately changes the neurochemicals that affect our mental, physical and spiritual health. Therefore, by affirming short, positive statements to yourself again and again, you're able to program the mind into believing the stated concept. The mind can't differentiate between what is real and what is fantasy. It simply believes what is repeatedly told. Now, for most people, the script that's usually being played consciously and unconsciously in their minds is a negative one. Reciting positive affirmations directly challenges this and raises a person's energy vibration. Decide on what you'd like and repeat an affirmation about it. For example, if you're looking for money, then repeat, huge sums of money flow to me rapidly, abundantly and effortlessly. If you're looking for better health, then repeat, I love and appreciate my body, I radiate good health. Now this law again demands clarity about what we want and the determination to affirm it again and again. This affirming also acts as a clear request to the universe. Now finally we have the law of attraction. This law states that you are a magnet, you attract like energy to yourself. Science suggests that the entire universe, including us, is made up of energy and that all energy is in a constant state of movement or vibration. We all unconsciously transmit an energy frequency out into the universe, and it's this energetic vibration that draws or repels things into our lives. 
The energy of our inner world attracts people, situations and things into our outer world. Therefore, everything in our lives is there because we've drawn it to ourselves at some level. It was James Allen who said, and I quote, Circumstances don't make the man, they reveal him, unquote. This law is quite complex, simply because it operates on so many different levels of our being, physical, mental, emotional and spiritual. And because most of these parts exist in the unconscious realms, this law can create some confusion. If life is persistently not good, then this law can be difficult for our egos to accept. The quality of our lives and the people in it are a stark reflection of the energy vibration that we're emitting. Whilst we may be aware of our general frequency, there's so much more that goes on in the unconscious realm that sometimes it's hard for us to accept what keeps showing up. We think we're doing all the right things, we're being loving and kind and peaceful and generous, but life still keeps presenting challenges. Whilst we can't consciously access every part of our multidimensional nature, we can become mindful of what we're sending out into the universe, consciously. We can raise our energy vibration through all forms of personal development. We can cultivate a quiet, peaceful mind. We can make an effort to be kind, loving and generous. And we can focus on activities such as being of service to other people, prayer, meditation, because these activities have the effect of raising our energy vibration. As our inner world starts to change, our outer world will have to change too. Now all spiritual laws are exact, and they're universal. They operate in everyone's lives without exception. They're also all going on at the same time. Now I believe that knowing about them makes it easier to play the game. Yes, there are things in our lives that we believe we have little, if any, conscious control over because they come from the deeper realms of our being. But there are plenty of things that we can change within ourselves to make our life easier and more fulfilling. As we consciously align ourselves with these laws, a manifesting power starts to appear in our life that's truly magical. The universe will conspire with you to make your dreams and wishes come true, if only you will allow it to. Now I wish you awesome manifesting power in 2021. Now take excellent care of yourself every single day of this year because you and I both know that if you don't, no one else will. Okay, bye for now.